Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. We're back once again for another week of Growing in Grace. I'm Cap, Mike Kapler. Joel Brzezinski, the Breeze Man, is with me, as is always the case. Good being with you again, Joel. We're going to pick up on our conversation from last week about the difference, kind of the difference between faith and works, I guess, is a little bit about what we're talking about. Maybe maybe not even that, but just kind of focusing in on uh, what part do works play now that we're a believer in Christ and have been uh, kind of justified by faith. Yep, and uh, we use the phrase here, growing in grace, obviously. It's the name of our program, Cap, and... What that means, as as we get into talking about works and walk and and talking about faith, you know, growing in grace doesn't mean and and you know some people use the phrase growing in the Lord. To me, that doesn't mean that I'm becoming a better person. It doesn't mean that I'm getting better at living this thing called life. It doesn't mean that I'm gaining any points with God or that I'm getting any closer to God than I ever was because. As the New Testament makes it clear all over that it's by faith and not by works that we're saved, and and it's by the blood of Jesus that we've been made close to God, and so growing as uh, as we as Cap, you and I have been doing for for many years in our in our Christian life, uh, it really means that uh, we're growing in the sense that we're relying less and less upon ourselves. We're learning more and more of the grace and love of God and abiding and resting in that more and more. And it may manifest itself in various different ways, but really, it really has to do with, you know, whether we see lots of works coming out of our lives or not, and and no matter what types of works they are, we're growing in that we're trusting more and more in in God, and that He is revealing. We're getting a revelation of the truth that God's love and grace is sufficient. It's not about us. It's not, it's always been about Him. And as we were talking about last week, it's about the fact that we've died. We were crucified with Christ, and that our life is no longer ours, but it's Christ in us. And as we get that, as we latch on to that more and more, that it's about Christ in us and not about us. That's, to me, what growing is about. And and I think that fits in with what we're talking about this week, about works, uh, kind of a continuation of what we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah and, and we know that it's, it's difficult when you've been indoctrinated with a lot of legalism. And I, I think a lot of what many of us have been taught over the years, we didn't even realize it was legalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just thought legalism was people who told you what to wear <laughs> and, and how long to grow your hair. Um, to me, that was legalism. Um, but it goes much deeper than that. And and you, you kind of nailed it there, Joel. It isn't about us. It's about him. And once we really begin to, to get the revelation of that, once it's revealed within our hearts about what that means, then it begins to change a lot of these scriptures and we start to look at them in a different way, and of course, it brings a lot of freedom and peace when we when we discover that um, something you had mentioned. Well, let me let me just say this: I, I quoted a scripture last week. I didn't give a, a reference to it, so I'll just follow up with that. Um, Romans fifteen eighteen. Paul said, 
Uh, for I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and deed. So there was probably a lot of things that Paul did accomplish, but uh, maybe a lot of those were based on uh, his own efforts, and he would not take credit for that. He wasn't looking for, for any kind of reward or recognition for the, the good works or good deeds that may, he may have even done uh, from a fleshly perspective, even though they may have been good works, good deeds. Uh, they may have had all the right intentions, but he said, I will not speak of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and deed. So you see, it's really about Christ living through us. And uh, to move along here, Joel, uh, I think um, another one that I just wanted to mention, since it's it's kind of a, uh, a short verse of Scripture, Paul said, uh, God, well, in my words, God does the work in and through me. What he actually said in Philippians 1.6, he says, He has begun, he has begun a good work in me, and he will be faithful to complete it. So there again, what you were saying, Joel, is absolutely right. It's not about us and what we do and what kind of effort we put into it to try to demonstrate our faith with our works. It's God working in and through me, as Paul said in Philippians 1.6. And then I think you wanted to uh, steer toward uh, Ephesians chapter 2, another uh, important passage of Scripture that most of us are probably familiar with. Yeah, and uh, just to backtrack just a, a tiny bit, just as you bring up that verse in Philippians 1.6, uh, he has begun a good work, he will be faithful to complete it. That goes back to me, uh, to what actually what Paul says later in this in that letter to the Philippians that we talked about last week, uh, you know, working out our salvation with fear and trembling. And, and the whole reason for that is because it is him who has begun. It's God, the God who created the universe, the God who created everything that's in it, the God who is our life. He began a good work in us, and he'll be faithful to complete it. So with awe, with reverence to this God, uh, we understand that he is at work in us, and he is faithful to complete it. He's going to do it. And so we can rest uh, in that and uh, have great awe and reverence to our God for doing that. And uh, what was it you were saying, uh, Ephesians? Uh, yeah, but, to, but yeah. And not to repeat ourselves again from what you were just talking about last week, but even, you're right, Paul follows up in Philippians chapter 2 with what he said in Philippians chapter 1, and as we pointed out last week, just to reiterate, um, when Paul said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, he points out again what we were just talking about, for it is God who works in you. Both to uh, both to will and to do for his uh, good pleasure. So, just uh, I wanted to repeat that again, even though you already did say uh, summed it up pretty well. But yeah, uh, Ephesians chapter two, Joel. Yeah, it's all worth repeating because it's really uh, vital stuff to this life in Christ. Um, yeah, and so uh, and and here's another case in Ephesians two where we're gonna look at something where a, a verse often gets ripped out and and uh, gets a real good legalistic treatment in the church but we when we look at some passages or some words that are around it it makes more sense Ephesians 2:10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and, and that focus always gets on we were created in Christ Jesus for good works so get to work for God and I'm sure that people have heard various versions of that um, but let's back up a little bit to what Paul's talking about here in Ephesians um, 
You know, he, he says uh, in verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And, and let's get, you know, let's really get this. By, by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. So uh, our, our salvation and our faith is not even of ourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, Paul says, uh, or else anyone could boast, you know, lest anyone should boast. It's, it has nothing to do with our works and then he goes on, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we got to get it down that our salvation has nothing to do with our works. You know, if it did, we could boast before God. We could brag that um, we did some works that were pleasing enough to God uh, that, hey, we could save ourselves. But it has nothing to do with that. And then Paul moves on to say that, you know what, we are, again, here's Paul affirming us in our identity and in our salvation and then saying for we are his workmanship remember this you know let's drive this point in we're god's workmanship created in christ jesus for good works you see anything good that comes out of our lives it's god's it's the it's because of the fact that we're god's workmanship he's the one that's doing the work he, he began it he's doing it he's going to be faithful to complete it and so we can rest in that that's the, the the point that I get out of all of this. Well, and I've got um, a note here in my Bible, Joel. The the, the Greek word for workmanship is poema. Uh, poema. The note here says that the word signifies that which is manufactured. It implies that God is the master designer, the universe as His creation, and the redeemed believer as His new creation. And it says that we are His work of art. That's what I was reading there out of um, out of the note in my Bible about the Greek word for workmanship. We are his work of art and he's he's the designer. He's he's the one who's gonna he's the creator. He's the one that's gonna make it happen and he'll do it through us because his life has been placed in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, th- we need to think of ourselves that way. We need to understand that we are works of art, and and a work of art doesn't produce itself. <laughs> it doesn't make itself, but it has an artist who is at work to make that beautiful work, and that's what God is doing in and through us. And he has made a work of art, and He's just displaying it. Uh, you know, when we <clears throat> when we walk in good works, it's really a matter of God displaying His artistry through us. It's really what it's all about. Uh, it has nothing to do with us mustering up some sort of uh, you know good works that that we can do on in and of ourselves but it's that artist uh, father god working in and through us and cap another scripture as we get ready to wrap up here uh that goes along with this i think in in the same way let's look at uh, real quickly at titus 3 another verse that will often get looked at looked at just by itself paul says this is a faithful saying these things i want to affirm to you constantly that those who have believed in god should be careful to maintain good works yeah, uh-huh. Uh, let's, you know, again, people make that all about us trying to do great things for God, and we got to get to work for God and maintain our salvation through our works. Well, one thing, uh, Paul ends this by saying, these things are good and profitable to men. And so, to me, yeah, okay, These it's not that these are commanded of, you know, these things are commanded of us, but hey, it's who we are in Christ, and these things are good. Uh, and profitable to people. So that's one reason to do that. But I just want to back up 
to the verses before that where Paul says, When the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, and, and so on. But the point is that it's, you know, we were saved not by the works that we did. It has nothing to do with our works. And so after, again, after affirming people in their identity and in, their, in the solidity, the, their solid salvation that has nothing to do with their works, but everything to do with his, God's grace, then he says, and here, here's what it looks like when you live it out, that, you know, let's maintain good works because it's profitable to people. Yeah, and this, this is a really great passage here from Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 8. And I know you started out with the bottom there and worked your way back, and that was a good way to do it because Paul makes it very clear that it's not by works of righteousness which we have done that have saved us. He even goes on to say we've been justified by his grace, um, that we're uh, heirs. We talked about uh, being heirs last week, our, our inheritance that we've received from God because we're a family member, not because of what we've done. So this is just a fantastic passage of Scripture. So when it comes to doing good works, sure, Paul is exhorting us to do that because that's now a part of who we are, and it will be profitable when that happens. Hey, and uh, and well, Cap, with with all this talk about works and uh, working things out and, and good works, James had a lot to say on the subject of works. And, and Cap, James even said, faith without works is dead. Well, what did he mean by that? Uh, we'll discuss that next week and uh, maybe talk a little bit more about works next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.